Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Technology Expresso's Cafe Radio. I'm your host, Dave Blackman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jacqueline Sanders. Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. (laughs) Yes. Today, we're going to continue where we left off last week on the topic of smartphones. And if you are a smartphone junkie, I must confess I'm a bit of a junkie, and I think Jacqueline can attest to that one as well. Exactly. Um, I guess that it's, it's par for the course for two people who host the show, Technology Expresso. And it, ironically, this week I've done the uh, – a lot of you know, I'm a business analyst by trade. Dave is a project manager. So, Senior project manager. Yes, course, thank you very much. Um, but in, in fact, um, this week I've been doing a lot of the analysis, a lot of the research, uh, and that's how I kind of tripped upon this uh, topic. And it, it started out just researching smartphones. And this week in the news, uh, there was WWDC14, which was uh, Apple's big convention, and uh, everybody was converging on that to find out what was, uh, you know, iPhone 5 and iPhone 6 going to look like in new programming languages. And so uh, those of you who are in the Twitterverse, uh, probably saw a lot of tweets about that, and, and I followed along as well. But that's, that's big news this week, so all of us. So that made me ask the questions, which one's more popular? Uh, is the Apple or is it um, the Android? Yes. And um, we, we can attest, we carry one of each. So. Yes. And let's not forget the new Windows platform. They are making their way into the environment, and we've got to get one of those phones as well. They have the Windows 8 mobile interface, and they're developing applications in that platform as well. And, and you know, the irony was, and, and I'll tell our listeners, we have a survey out there on Facebook. You can go take that, that survey. We would love for you to weigh in. We ask questions not just about your cell phone, the apps, what, what, what you do on your cell phone, and how much time you spend on your, your cell phone. So please log in 
and participate in our survey. But it's ironic because in my survey question, I give them the option to pick. Are you an Apple user? Are you an Android user? Even if you are a Windows operating system phone user. Um, but the irony is, is I also put in there BlackBerry. And the funny part is, is that I, it was funny. I almost forgot about BlackBerry. But Absolutely. They still, they still got a little widget. Yes. So that makes four platforms: BlackBerry and iPhones. They've made their way and carved out a niche in the corporate environment. But just to give everyone a quick shortcut to that survey, go to www.facebook.com/slash/tech-espresso-cafe. That's T-E-C-H-E-X. P-R-E-S-S-O-C-A-F-E for CAFE. Go there and find that survey. I'm not quite sure. How are you going to get to that survey, Ms. Jacqueline? You'll see um, on the line, and you'll see a, a little uh, snapshot of our pictures on that first uh, toolbar as you scroll down under the name and the logo, and you'll see poll, and you can just click on poll. And also on our timeline, they'll find it as well. So just go in there, click around. Uh, click on that poll, and, and please take that poll. And we're going to be reading the results of those polls. So um, really excited about that. And, and one of the things I also wanted to say about today's show um, is great opportunity for us to tie the tech and the espresso together because people might want to know how to tech espresso. Now, we've told the story how Tech Espresso was born in a coffee shop. Uh, I was probably sipping too much espresso. So that's the, the one reason why we call it Tech Espresso. But today I found out, and that's one of the questions I threw into the survey, is just like people are addicted to technology, there's a lot of people also addicted to coffee. So one of my questions was even, if you had to give up for 24 hours, would it be easier to give up your coffee or your espresso or your caffeine beverage of choice, or would it be harder for you to give up your technology? Could you go 24 hours without your technology? So that, that was kind of my baseline for are you addicted to technology? Uh, what is too much technology? Um, are you too plugged in? Those are just some of the questions for today's show. But to our audience, we're just kind of having fun with it today. Um, and and I'll, I'll give Dave a chance to tell you how to participate in today's show. We're just having a little bit of fun talking on the topic of, you know, cell phones, smartphones, how they're infiltrating our world. But as you always know, the serious side of any of our topics and conversations, too, is not just being consumers. Absolutely, absolutely. We want to create or uh, support our next generation of creators, our mobile application developers, our, those great minds out there that, that love technology so much they had to find new ways to disrupt technology and make their presence felt in this environment. You know, it, it's awesome because people have to think every app that you're downloading, um, somebody created that. And you may not know the name and the face of the person behind that app, but if that app, you know, catches on, uh, if it becomes viral, that person, um, there's a creator behind that that is some way parlaying that into getting paid. A lot of times you start out with a free app, and if you really love it, then they're trying to convert you 
into the paid version of their application. Yes. And if people down out there, because I know we have both techies, but we also have laymen out there, if you don't know any better, I mean, anybody can be an entry-level entrepreneur thanks to the world of mobile phone applications. If you can think of uh, a need that could be addressed and you're creative, get with the right type of uh, programmer, then you can create an app. And you can, just to tell you how far you can take it, we have a testimony about a, a friend, uh, actually a friend of David's that he's known for quite some time, uh, who created an application and ended up on Shark Tank. And we actually interviewed him if you go to the archives. But yes, yes, it seems like we, can't get through, we cannot get through an episode without mentioning this, and Bruno, Bruno Francois of Ego Systems and his, his, his application that he developed on the iPhone platform that actually spins the iPhone 360 degrees on a flat surface. It's, inter- it's intriguing how that actually works, but go out, uh, Google uh, Ego Systems or um, I'm trying to remember the or name. Or go to of, our website. Or go to our website, the name of his application. Cyclorama, Cycloramic is what it's called. Bruno or Google Bruno Francois, and you will find that uh, application and what it can do. And then you see how you can leverage that capability or, or that, le- that little bit of technology. Right. And, and for those who didn't see, that was one of the um, – a really exciting episode because I think everybody on the panel bid on his uh, application, and uh, I think the bids went as high as a million dollars in investment dollars. So we're going to have Bruno back on the show to tell us how things are, how life is post Shark Tank. But those of you who know Shark Tank, something like an um, application for the iPhone, um, and we watched him nurture that, and he's been on CNN and and different shows and talked about his application and uh, landed a large sum of investment dollars. So there there really is not just being a consumer, but also think about how you can be an entry-level entrepreneur creating an application, just the, you know, just parlaying your idea. You can find someone to help you build it, but do you have an idea? And that's why it's going to be important. Listening to today's show, let's talk about how people are using their cell phones and what apps they're using. Well, I was about to uh, mention uh, Bruno and his team. They are working on a new application. It's, it's related to the World Cup that's coming up, so that will be exciting. I've got an iPhone. My work phone is an iPhone, so I will be downloading it on that phone and checking it out. So I'll have them on as soon as possible and get the download download on that application and how, how, um, how available it's going to be. Exactly. And that's the interesting about applications. Whatever your hobby or passion is, you can download an app. And once again, um, doing my, my research for today's show and tying together the whole uh, coffee and technology and those two addictions, do you know I found an app that you can log your coffee consumption? That, that was the number one, because I, I started doing coffee and apps somehow got into Google, and I, I, I hit the search there. And so there's applications. One was to um, not only track your coffee consumption, and you could uh, set your levels, and you would know when you hit your level for the day. The other application was 
wherever you were located, it would tell you where the best coffee shops, where the best rated coffee shops were near where you were standing at that very moment. So talk about coffee addicts and an application. But someone saw a need, a passion, they built an application, and people are using it. And I, I saw it. It had been advertised on several different uh, outlets on the uh, Internet and marketed. And so uh, it's, it's pretty hot. Yes, yes. Uh, this, like Jacqueline said earlier, this episode here is rather light. <laughs> this is our light, our, our breakfast blend of espresso, of technology. Yeah. But stay tuned with us uh, in future weeks, and we'll really get into heavier technology that that drives basically the internet and powers uh, um, a lot of corporations. And I'm talking about technology like network storage, cloud technology, virtual machines. You hear about that a lot. VMs and VMware the uh, software that powers that, physical server machines as well, and core architectures that, uh, uh, that basically make up the communications environment for a lot of large and medium and small corporations that, that allow us to interact uh, uh, with mobile payments, with cell phone technology, and the transfer of data. Stay tuned in the upcoming weeks. We'll have a lot of uh, engineers explaining the core architecture and those uh, various bits of technology and how they impact technology and the way we communicate today. So stay tuned to technologyexpresso.com with Jacqueline and I. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing about our show. We go high tech. We go low tech. We do a showcase of individuals like Bruno. That's how he got on our show. We also um, showcase a lot of thought leaders. We talk to recruiters who are in the IT industry. So, you know, and, and that's one of the things because as I was looking at, you know, you've got tech junkies, you've got tech addicts, tech fanatics, you know, they're going to conferences and, you know, they're, they're cheering on and twittering all about their, their conference experience, uh, um, the, the different developers wanting the latest and the greatest. But... Um, I also started looking at and ran across articles about the um, kind of the divide. There's those people who are just dipping their toe and a little bit intimidated by technology, and then there's those that are hardcore. And we want to kind of help bridge on both sides. Those who are entering, we don't want you to be intimidated and think that Technology Expresso isn't for you. We, talk, we can talk techie. But at the same time, we're also trying to help people who are a little bit in intimidated to come on over, um, embrace technology, because in the world to come, everybody is going to have to um, be comfortable with technology. Yes. So, we're, you know, part of our goal, too, is to leave no one behind from a, from a technical perspective. And for a lot of people, that on-ramp to um, technology is their cell phone. Yes, yes. And going from their cell phone to their to their smartphone. And and I'm even I was even curious because I, I had to go back and revise the survey at one point and I realized there's still some people who don't have smartphones. Um and um we wanna convert. We're we're probably gonna hopefully at some point have a show on, on converting you over. And so uh and we're gonna talk about that. Once you hear about all these different apps you can have on your smartphone because that's the big joke right now. 
people do more on their smartphone, and phone calls probably is in the minority of the things they do with their smartphone. Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 you talk about bridging the divide. Let's 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 let me also address another area that we like talking about, and that's around projects and processes and business analysis. Jacqueline's a business analysis, as she had mentioned earlier. I'm an IT project manager. So we also dip into process management as well as project management and business analysis. Those are two, three, or four key areas that help bridge that technology divide going back into the line of businesses. No matter what line of business it is, whether it's software, uh, um, medicine, uh, law, um, lots of other business sectors. Hospitality and hotel. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Are leveraged, are, are leveraging the IT environment to communicate and manage those areas. So process, and I was speaking to a young lady earlier today who was going into financial management, and we talked a bit about project management and how she could leverage those tools and methodologies to even further her career. So project management, process management, and risk management, those three key areas. Google those three and see how that language and that knowledge can impact you and what you do in your current job uh, and career and how you can um, emphasize those points, learn those points, and uh, um, provide your clients and your customers or your business partners a lot more uh, detailed service to uh, um, move those initiatives along. Yeah, and and I threw in uh, hospitality, hotel management, that type of thing, even, um, you know, restaurants. Look around. Whatever industry, they have computers. Computers, they have software. But what people don't realize is that the net type that they have some type of IT department um, but within those IT departments, not everybody is a programmer. Not everyone is um, a network administrator. There's a lot of low-tech type careers that touch and are necessary for launching software in whatever industry. Absolutely. Um, Technology is business in itself. It's a business. So absolutely. And just as any other company, it has all the other components and positions as any company would. Right. And so one of the things that we're constantly um, trying to serve our community and remind people is that there are what we call low-tech type careers within IT but it still gets you into that IT arena um, and into some very lucrative career paths, um, but using and, and leveraging both your knowledge and whatever existing industry you come from. Like you said, I've seen people cross over from accounting. I've helped people cross over nurses mm -hmm. who yeah. um, came over to healthcare information systems. That's another arena. Um, because what you have in your chosen industry or wherever you have your background in, you have subject matter expertise. And so the people who are building that software need your expertise. Um, and and you, you touch upon, the, we hear a lot, project management, business analysis, that's because what, that's what we're in. But the on-ramp into these careers also includes testing. Don't forget testing Absolutely. is a big one as well. 
another low-tech area is even training. Yes. Once these software products are built, someone has to go out and train. Um, I have some very good friends who are trainers of software. They, they travel. Um, we even have a show. And that's the great thing about our show, our archives. If you, and we haven't uh, really called out to everyone how they can stay connected. This might be their first entry point into one of our shows. But if you go to technologyexpresso.com, that is our uh, blog talk archives of all of our shows over the last year. And like I said, we've, been, we've interviewed a variety of people on different topics. Um, and go out there, and whether you're low-tech or high-tech, you can find a, a show, I'm sure. At least one show. At least one. And there's, there's much more to come. The other thing that we always ask you to do as well is email us a topic um, uh, that you want us to do some background on and provide a speaker on, and we will do that. Because Absolutely. if you have an interest, we have an interest, and more than likely there's other people in our audience who have an interest. Absolutely. Technology Expresso, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O dot com. You will find all our social media handles as well as our email there. Follow our show. Follow us on Twitter. Stay connected. We have a phone number. You could call in and leave us a message at 855-484-6837. Give us a call. Drop us a line. Just a shout-out and say hey. Or if you have a topic, as Jacqueline mentioned, that you would like to see discussed on our show, we will actually discuss it. And you tune in and have your friends and coworkers tune in. And we will give you that credit. And we will keep it moving and have some fun with that topic. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because I think that we're just explorers, you know, just by nature. Um, and so when you give us a topic, we it becomes ours, and we become passionate about it. We'll do the research. We'll, um, you know, find experts in that area, and we'll get them on the show, and, and, um, and we'll just dive right into it. The other thing on our live show today, those who have called in, the call-in number is 714-888-7506. And if you're on the phone, you can press 1. If you'd like to be in our caller queue and you'd like to make a comment, uh, you'd just like to give a shout-out, um, or you want to, there's something you want to talk about, please, um, we welcome you, 714-888-7506, and press 1. I've been uh, chatting with some people um, in the, that follow on Twitter the Pound Tech Junkie and invited them. If you have a cause, if you have programs that help promote technology or what we often refer to STEM, that S-T-E-M, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math, if you promote any type of programs um, such as Wet Girls Can Code, BDPA, um, Next Level Technology, Blacks in IT, BIT, um, all of those organizations that you just want to call in and do a shout-out on our show, we'll open up the lines to you. You can promote your organization as well as any uh, programs or opportunities you have. For those who are on the um, phone as well, some of these organizations I just called out, one that we're very active in, Atlanta, BDPA, uh, and BDPA is a national organization bdpa.org. You can find one where you live. 
um, they often, at least once a month, most of them have programs in their areas that uh, have face-to-face networking opportunities and training opportunities where you can learn about new topics and learn how to explore careers in IT. Yes, so drop us a line, give us a call. If you're at your computer, you can also join us in our chat room. Our chat room is open. Reach us out there on Facebook. As I mentioned, www.technologyexpresso.com. You'll find all our social media handles there. So, Jacqueline, let's dive into this fun, I'll say fun, survey that you created and talk about the responses that we've gotten on those. Okay, absolutely. Well, first of all, my, my, just my, my first question was, do you have a smartphone? Oh, and, and mention that you can still take that survey. Yes, the survey is open, and I want to keep it open probably uh, until Monday. I'll probably close it out Monday, um, but keep the link because I'll be opening up a new survey. So anytime you want to go to our Facebook page, click on the poll, you'll get to take the, uh, the, the question of the week. Uh, which will uh, carry over into our uh, next show and next episode. Um, but that's another way that we collect uh, feedback. But, you know, my um, first question was, you know, I-, I was exploring to see who has smartphones. And, of course, we have a smaller sampling. Um, this isn't scientific. We just wanted to find out what our listeners, um, what they were using. And, it goes along with the uh, national trends and with the facts that you'll find out on uh, the Internet, but most people use the Android phone versus Apple. But I will say, I don't feel like the Apple users are more fanatical, though. I yes. mean, the Apple, they, I mean, if anyone has seen where people are standing outside and lying outside the, the Apple store when a new release comes out, they well. Yes, Apple has a lot larger following because their their footprint is larger. They are uh, spread across a lot of different brands and devices as well. There's Apple televisions now. There are a lot of audio devices that have the old or uh, the uh, the uh, Apple uh, physical interface where you can plug your app iPhone right onto it uh, on your uh, clock stand on your on your TV stand. On your stereo, you can plug your old uh, or up to a version 4, I believe, that physical interface could house and charge an interface with all your Apple phones. So the platform, the physical converter platform that most um, that uh, on, on the Google and um, Android power devices are mostly using the micro USB, but that's not proprietary. Apple has their own physical platform, and they branch out physically as well. So there's a lot larger audience for Apple in other areas other than just cell phones. So that's, I think that uh, um, uh, plays a role into it as well. Apple is not so caught up on in the iPhone market because they are spread across all other um, uh, devices as well. Now, and I'm going to say this, and if you disagree with me, you need to be on the phone and or in the chat room, and you can tell me you disagree. But, you know, from – and this is a gut reaction. I, I don't have any scientific information. But I think that Apple and the iPhone um, really make their impact with people who are into music and like to listen to the different music, the iTunes, and so on and so forth. I almost feel like um, Apple was um, – 
to yeah, it was to kind of the the artsy indie kind of uh, group. It appealed to them. Now BlackBerry entered the the market. It was more for corporate. If you were about business, you know that that Apple was a toy compared to the BlackBerry. And Android, I think, and from what I, you know, know my my uh, sphere and, and networking, um, a lot of people like the Android because it was easy to program on, and some of the very first apps and techies, and you could get in the background and do things with the operating system. Um, so techies like Android. So you kind of have the art. The art liberal group over here with the Apple, you had the business person with the BlackBerry, and then you had the, the Android. But I, I will comment on one of the things that, that, that you mentioned is that um, I, I did break down at one point. Um, I think I was, uh, my, my brother-in-law was working for one of the phone companies, and um, I was like, okay, I'll get an Apple. And I got an Apple as a personal phone. And um, I, like you said, I bought a devo- a dev- different devices, charging devices, forts, so on and so forth. So now I kind of have to keep an Apple phone around because I have all these chargers. I have one on my nightstand. You know, we, we're looking at one right in front of us. There's stereo equipment, um, all of these different things. And um, so, um, you know, I, I, I can't give up my Apple. But then... Interesting, in the last two years, the company I worked for, they at one point were only distributing Blackberries to employees, but um, in the last two years, they did open it up, and we have a choice between an Apple and um, um, or a Blackberry, and pretty much I think everybody's converted over to Apple phones. So... Ironically, and that was one of my next uh, questions on the survey, is do you carry multiple phones? And David and I, between, we both carry two phones. I carry an Apple for work, and I carry an Android as my personal phone. I just didn't want two Apples, you know. Um, but I do miss my Apple, and, and I'm a creature of habit. I just hate change. So if you get me hooked on something, I'll pretty much stay with it just because uh, I've learned the interface, and I don't want to change. So I'm not um, I, I'm not as fanatical as some people that they will only carry an apple. Um, but I welcome even after the show is over. Anyone who wants to email us, if you've got thoughts, opinions about why you go with one phone over the other, uh, would love to hear it. Now that that's my I want you to take that question. You carry two phones. Do you have a preference? Um, if you, you know, if you ever gave up one, which one phone do you prefer? Or well, I, I clearly keep my Android. I have a lot more applications on the phone. The screens are bigger. It's easier to interface with. So right now, hands down, definitely would be my Android phone that I'd be keeping. And my iPhone, I'd probably keep it, use it for music or some other uh, some other applications. But Mostly, uh, you know, my day-to-day interaction with society, I need applications, and they're easily available and, and more fun to use, I'd say, um, on, my, um, on my Android platform than the Apple. The Apple phones are still small to me. 
I, you know, they're still kind of small, and I, I, I need a bigger screen. So I went with the Android platform, and there's a lot more application. Although they're, they're a little more risky as far as security is concerned, but um, there's ways around that, so uh, more ways to manage your own uh, um, IT security. So hands down, definitely my Android device. Absolutely. And, and that... Um, uh, that led to the question and about being a tech junkie. We have to admit, not only do we have our two phones that most of the time we're carrying around both of our phones, but what we have tablets. We I have a iPad. I did I, thanks to my company and a program they have there. I got an iPad. We have how many laptops? Uh, this, uh, I have. I have. I think two. Two? Hold on, wait. I'm going to call you. I'm not saying that you actively use them every day, but there's two. Right here in front of us, ladies and gentlemen, are three laptops, um, two cell phones, two, no, three cell phones. The other one's in the room charging, so that would make four. I've got my iPad to my right. Over in the corner are two more. Two more what? Laptops. And neither one of those are mine. Oh, are both of those ones? Okay, never mind. Okay, so let's keep moving. We have a lot of technology, um, but how? But, but you still have desktops, and um, we, we probably cool. just could dedicate a room to. Yeah, well, let's let's keep it moving. Let's, yeah, let's, you know, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Enough let's about us. Okay, you're right. You're right. But I, I would love to a challenge. Who else? Uh, tell me. How much technology do you have? A lot of people have home offices today, um, and I do know of one person who has three monitors, three of those big monitors. Even I see people at work nowadays, one monitor is not enough. So I want to hear from our listening audience, some of our tech junkies. Yeah, there's another one in the car that needs to come up, too. Yeah, see, yeah. So he's just, he's just hiding them. You know, I hide shoes in the trunk of the car. He's hiding laptops and monitors. Oh, well, the monitor's in your, no. in your car. <laughs> okay. We said it. Okay, okay. Anyway, yeah, we are tech junkies. That's why we're Technology Expresso. Um, but we want to hear from our listening audience, too. Do you have someone in your family that is a tech junkie? And do you think they're out of control? We want to hear some horror stories. And like we said, we got an email, technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Send us your stories. We want to, to share those. And anyone that calls in, emails us, if you have a Twitter account, I mentioned that I am tweeting a cup of coffee. So a gift certificate to Starbucks for a cup of coffee, but you got to email me or you've got to call me. You have till Monday at midnight to email me. And I will be tweeting uh, one of our listeners a cup of coffee uh, who listened to today's show and, and heard my uh, offer on today's show. So just uh, let's, let's move on to our next uh, question, which was, do any minors under the age of 17 in your household have their own smartphone? And you know what? I was going to pause because, like I said, some people listening to this show, since it's a little lighthearted, um, let's qualify or quantify what, what is a smartphone, okay? So a smartphone that is able to perform many functions of a computer, typically having a relatively larger screen than your typical phone and an actual operating system capable of running 
general or multi-purpose or specific purpose applications. That's what a smartphone is. So, like I said, a, a, a smartphone is typically more computer than it is actually a phone. Um, so, you know, uh, you hear sometimes when people, uh, uh, there was a TV show, I don't feel this way, but there was a TV show, and I, it cracked me up because he, he said to the, someone, it was a comedian actually said, if you still have a flip phone, remember, <laughs> he said, kill yourself. No, don't kill yourself. Do not. No, we can help you. Um, it's not that bad, but it's time to, to, to maybe upgrade. And uh, if you don't, ha- if you still have a flip phone, we want to hear from you because I want to understand what is your hesitation to moving to a smartphone. And um, if you're intimidated by it, maybe we can help you. Maybe we can have a show just about that, uh, about understanding a, a smartphone. And, you know, I think some people's fear is the cost associated with a smartphone. There are plans from maybe $39 all the way up to the upper, you know, atmosphere. We're talking about hundreds a month. Well, uh, yes, that's true. But you you, you posed a question, who would still carry a flip phone? Well, a lot of society is not as embedded and embraced and impacted by technology as we are. There's a whole world out here and a lot of other career fields that aren't impacted by technology as much as we are. So let's not forget those folks. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we have a lot of industrial folks out there, uh, uh, welders, uh, craftsmen that aren't as impacted by technology as we are. So they want their phone. I think back to when I had a flip phone and I kept hearing about smartphones. I said, I don't need all of that. All I need my phone to do is make phone calls. Uh, my other technology, I have a computer at home, and that's all I need. And that may be, and that may suit a lot of individuals. So let's not let's not forget those individuals out there. We're not hating on those individuals out there that just want to carry a smartphone and just want their <laughs> telephone to be a telephone. So right. let's not hate on them. Uh, the majority of the people that we engage and that are listening here. Our listenership, our listenership, loves smartphones. So that's what we're talking to, and uh, uh, you know, let's not leave those people that have the uh, flip phones out. But at the same time, and and, and that's okay because I, I want to hear from people that if you still have your your flip phone, if you're fine with that, I kind of I, I would want to engage them too because um, I think that there is a, a period of enlightenment that that. Two, there's going to be a time where um, people need to come over <laughs> uh, to the to the side of smartphones um, because anymore, um, and that's when we can start talking about applications. There are so many things that, um, from a mobile perspective, and as fast as the world is moving. Um, you got your smartphone is at your fingertips. And the thing is, sometimes people don't know what they don't know. Right. They don't know what they're missing. So um, this is, I think this is a cool conversation, and I think that there are two perspectives. And I want to talk to some people who have a different perspective. That's what talk shows are about. That's what talk radio is about. Definitely want to hear that piece of it. I want to hear if, if you have someone in your family 
um, that doesn't have a smartphone. But I've got to throw this out and shout out to your own mom. Your mom has a smartphone. So we can't even talk about this is a generational thing. There are some people who are very savvy who get it. You and your mom text. Yeah. And if you don't get a text on a regular basis, <laughs> then, then the phone starts ringing because Absolutely. we, you know, and so that that's even cool. You know, in a lot of times, because I'm a texter, that's the big thing about smartphones. I've gotten away from even calling people because texting can, for me, is a lot less evasive. So I can text you and text me back when you get a chance. And typically, um, there are times when you could be texting discreetly, I may say, um, and, and multitasking. But I have to laugh because um, a lot of my friends are also texters. And, and, and even with me, I'll be texting, and then the, the phone will start ringing. And I'll have to text back, uh, can't talk now, I'm in a meeting. Well, ironically, why are you in the meeting but you're texting me? I can't talk to you, but I can still communicate with you, but I'm the download. And I have a, a, a friend. I'm not going to call him out, but um, um, I will say he's the leadership of a great organization here in Atlanta that goes by DDPA. But he is a notorious texter, and he can multitask like nobody's business. But, um, yeah, and, you know, in some, he's part superhuman. Yeah. But uh, shout-out to a good friend, uh, Derek Brown. Um, but we do do that. You multitask with your, your texting. But I just say that, that a lot of people, you don't know what you're missing. Now, before I move on from my question, interesting enough, you know, Younger people are growing up with this technology. They don't even know. They, they, they would never, never even just live with just a regular phone. They've got to have. They, they enter the tech market with a smartphone. You know, they, they love their texting, their tweeting, their, you know, they're sending pictures through, and I'm not even up on all of them, but Tumblr, I think it is, and Pinterest, and whatever the social media of choice. Because once the older folks, and I'm not saying we're the older folks, but once we catch on to a site, the young people quickly move on to something else because they don't want to be on the same site as their parents and their grandparents. So, you know, for them, Facebook and, and Twitter are probably passe. But um, needless to say, you know, younger people, younger and younger, are um, getting, you know, hooked on the, the smartphone. And yes, it's, yes, it's not a smartphone than just a cell phone and for, uh, just for, for a communications perspective, our young people lead, lead active lives themselves. There's, there's all kinds of sports activities in school, so we want to be able to communicate with them. So a lot of young people starting at or around the age of uh, 13, 12 and 13, is when it's popular to get your first cell phone, even if it's just for mom or dad to stay in touch with you. So, yes, yeah, so a lot of young people have these smartphones. No, it's, it's absolutely, and like you said and touched upon, even parents, um, it's a safety thing and a kind of a reassurance being able to, to touch base with them. And, and I have some, some good friends. Our, our, our good friends, the Hurleys, who also did a, a show about family and technology and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, Tasha and I, we've talked about that. Um, wanting to be connected and know where the the, um, the kids are um, and making sure that they're safe. There's two incidents. You know, when you hear about the, um, unfortunately, some of the shootings in the schools, 
parents' first contact with their, you know, with their this, this, their own children have been through the cell phones. The news got out through their cell phones on being able to text or tweet or to call their parents. You know, um, we had that incident with the uh, ice storm here in Atlanta, and kids were stranded and on buses and here, there, and everywhere, parents wanting to know where they were. And I remember we were trying to brainstorm how to find out where was the school bus um, that, that was uh, stranded with the, the kids, and my thought was, does the bus driver have a cell phone? Every bus driver, every school bus driver should have a cell phone, and somebody should be able to connect with them. Um, and, and then if his cell phone has a GPS, we could lock in on a location. So, you know, there's a lot of very practical reasons why uh, you need that, that smartphone. But uh, that was my question about the um, 17 and under. And I say that because even in recent weeks, uh, talking to my, my great niece, to my niece, uh, Jennifer, who has two uh, kids, Mason and Kingston, shout out to them. Um, but they're, the, uh, Mason, uh, the younger of them, is uh, already asking for a cell phone. And um, I, I have to chuckle when mom and dad come in the room, they're, they, they, there's just an automatic reaction where they um, put their hand out and their parents are handing them their cell phones. And oftentimes their cell phone and smartphone batteries are dead because the kids have gotten to the cell phones and they're either playing games on it or watching something on their phone. So the kids, and, and you know, even searching on the Internet, as young as two, know how to uh, get to what they want on these smartphones, on these tablets, and that type of thing. So, so let's, let's, let's move through this survey you created, Jasmine. Okay. List your favorite mobile applications. I've been waiting to get to this oh, one. Oh, okay, okay. No wonder. No wonder. <laughs> I've been waiting to get to this one. And uh, we've had some interesting answers. Some of these I cannot – oh, I get it. It, uh, it was just a little typo. Ameritrade. Some of our friends like Ameritrade. Uh, CNNBC, you have the mail with your email, all your email applications. You have Google Maps. I love Google. Uh, the Google Maps uh, gets me anywhere. And the Huffington Post. Those are very, those are very interesting. Instagram, Snapchat, Gas Buddy, Walgreens out of milk. That's, <laughs> is that an actual <laughs> application? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, someone just tweeted the applications that help me with my personal life, and I can understand that. There's a lot of those out there. Facebook uh, was just one. Gmail, uh, HomePack Buzz, Veg, Candy Crush. I get so sick of seeing that Candy Crush pop that up was on an my addiction, screen. Yeah, yeah I, I avoided it like the plague. I'm serious. Bank of America and Waze. Mirror, mirror, Xfinity, Xfinity, okay. My closet organizer, okay. Banking and Weatherbug, I love Weatherbug, and I love banking. Bank of America is my bank right now, so I do a lot of my banking on my phone and on my tablet. Weatherbug, there's a lot of um, a condo, uh, house home searching, uh, Zillow, Trulia, uh, those are big for me right now uh, uh, for obvious reasons. We're, you know, we're, we're trying to branch out here. But uh, house, H-O-U-Z-Z, for, for um, um, decorating and, uh, and, and creative ideas around the home. So there's a lot of applications. Those are the ones, those are the ones that I spoke of were the responses that we've gotten from those that have taken the uh, survey. A absolutely. And um, we, we thank you. And if you didn't hear yours, 
please do still take the survey. Um, you can go to technologyexpresso.com or to our Facebook page, and it'll uh, take you to the survey because we still want to um, we still want to uh, get we want to add to the list. Um, if you one of the things I want to call out because as, as you were calling out some some wasn't as familiar with, and but. I want to find out what they are. Um, actually, I did the WAZE. Hadn't heard of it, but it's actually an application. It's the largest, largest community-based traffic and navigation app. So drivers in your area share real traffic uh, if something got backed up or if there was an accident. I could have used that just this uh, past weekend. Let me look at the other one. This one is Zedge. I'm going to look up Zed. Zed is one that gives you ringtone, themes, wallpapers, and games for your, your mobile app. So thanks for that one. And I remember them on my first Android phone. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and um, I, I saw you kind of sneer up your nose a little bit at my closet organizer. I have to say that was me. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, again, whatever your passion is, and a lot of people know me, but you actually can um, – uh, take pictures of your clothes and then mix and match outfits. So I love that you kind of carry your uh, closet around with you, and uh, when you guys do a quick change, you could do that. Yes, girl gone geek. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. I like that. Good, good, good. I, I just come up with those. <laughs> I know you're so good. Uh, uh, K I K was another one up here. This one it just says a fast, simple um, connects you to everyone you love to talk to. So. Um, and that reminds me too, Skype. I no one mentioned Skype up there, but uh, that's another one too. Yeah, that uh, last one was mine. The banking and weather bug is yeah. notorious for checking weather. Yeah, you are, you are. But you know what? And and I was kind of resistant, but I now have weather bug on mine. And what I notice is, um, you'll it'll beep in and tell you a thunderstorm is coming. So I'm not one to click on the app, but I like that it pushes out weather alerts. And um, it, it really worked. Just the other day, I didn't think there was a cloud in the sky. It beeped. I went in the store. I came out, and there were the thunder clouds right there. And so it's, I'm, I'm, I'm converted. I guess you have me to thank for that. I do. I do. See? I, I, I too, can, you know, adapt. Um Gas Buddies, I've heard about Gas Buddies, and they talked about this on the TV, but Gas Buddies tells you where the cheapest gas is. So based on your GPS location, um, telling you where the, the best gas is. Yeah, you could save five cents, but it'll cost you 50 cents in gas to get there. Okay. <laughs> so for some people, but typically it's, it's going off of your GPS, so it should be pretty close to your um, location. And some people, that's extremely important. We, we sometimes chase the gas prices living in the city versus what's in the suburbs. It's always better to get the gas in the suburbs. But that's just some of the applications. But would love to know um, what other applications you use. Um, and I think everybody is addicted to, you know, taking pictures, you know, with their, their phone and uh, that type of thing. So, um Let's talk about the, you want to talk about the next question. Yes, that's the, this one is very interesting. If you could design and create a mobile application, describe your application. And uh, the responses have been random. Here's one, one that could count calories. I think there are those already out there. 
Believe it or not, there are. You know, sometimes every now and then I'll go into the app store or the Play Store, and you put any combination together. Somebody has attempted. Now, here's the thing. That shouldn't discourage you if you want to be an app designer because you can always do one better because um, I always read the reviews on the different apps, and a lot of people talk about uh, that there's a lot of bugs in the, in the different apps, especially these free apps. Um, because that's one of the things these app developers—they're creating them, and you are being their test. You're their—you're their beta testers and their alpha testers. So yeah, you are going to find bugs. So you can find out what the competition is doing and one up them and make it better. But um, no, absolutely. I did one. Uh, I downloaded one from Weight Watchers from a while. The key is you got to be diligent about going in there. You set your calories and then. They had a list of different foods, whether it's fast food, that you could click on the food and it will calculate your points because it was Weight Watchers. But that's a, that's a, that's a great idea. That's really cool. Um, and related to that, what I've also seen for people who are athletes, there's different watches and stuff, you know, that you wear while you're jogging or running or exercising. It's counting how much calories you burn. When you finish with your workout, you just bump the watch to your phone, and it'll log that against your um, it'll log it against your your total calories for that day, so you know how much you can eat. <laughs> okay, um, you want to read another one? Sure, sure. Uh, I'd like to create an app that allows you to control your speakers or even your DVD player. Now, that's uh, uh, there are some out there that allow you to control your stereo. I think uh, Apple has that. There are some on Android that can control your television as, as, and act like a remote control. But that's very interesting. I'd like to see something like that. Absolutely. Okay. And I see another one for fitness apps, something where you can put your weight in, height, measure, pick a goal, come up with the exercise and food regimen, estimate the time for the, the weight loss. So, uh, again, it's some of those out there, but you always can one-up them, make them better. Some of them aren't all-inclusive. And a lot of times you're the guinea pig when they're creating these various uh, free apps. And sometimes it's worth spending a little bit of money to, um, to pay for some of the apps uh, so that you don't get the ones that, that have all the glitches and bugs in it uh, but have more of the bells and whistles. And, you know, now this is, this is the dangerous part about um, um, the applications and when you download them onto your phone. I have to say, once a year I lose a phone. So what happens is I've lost all of that data, all the information, and the worst part, lost a lot of pictures. So it's so important about backing up your phone yes. because it becomes your everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Disaster recovery and backing up your data, uh, uh, so important. And, and as I mentioned, we had a discussion uh, around this for a work application where we're doing some disaster recovery scenarios and ensuring uh, companies can recover their uh, lost or stolen data. Not only do you have your phone that can uh, that can be uh, uh, pressed in the surface if one of your uh, if your smartphone dies down. I'm sure everyone has a drawer full of old smartphones that they could pull out and reuse. However, pull, recovering the data, all the data that you have on your smartphone, is just as important. 
and that ability to replicate or recover your data from a certain recovery point. That is very, very important. So it is important to back up your phone. We all run around with our smartphones and with our data very carelessly, and nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, we're all okay. You're not going to lose it. You're not going to – you may misplace it, but you won't lose it forever. So uh, we're okay. But every once in a while, something catastrophic happens, and we lose important information. So it is important to prepare yourself for that once in every blue moon scenario where you lose your phone or you drop your phone and all your data is totally unrecoverable. If your phone is smashed, all that data that you had, all your music uh, that you've had downloaded, well, sometimes you can download it via other devices. They're smarter than that. The phones are a little smarter than that and the platforms. But the, there is key data on your phone that will be unrecoverable. So it is important to back up your phones. Absolutely, absolutely. So our next question, what do you use your phone for the most? Um, and um, love the, the votes here. And as I, was, as I predicted, phone calls was not the number one answer. <laughs> People are much more into texting. But I will say, you know, everybody has their preference. And just recently, I had a friend who gave up texting. She wants. She said, "I want to talk to people." I want. <laughs> so, um, you know, some people get text burnout. I guess you would call it. Um, but uh, I think if I look at our our leaderboard here, our number one answer: people use their phone is for texting. Texting. People like to text. Absolutely. Um, the let's see, what's next? Phone calls. Uh, it's, it's, ironically, had a, a, a was a close second. It was, and but phone calls is at uh, about sixty percent, and then searching the web was next. So almost yep. phone calls and searching the web is a tie, which that that is a, an awesome one. And I'm surprised when we were talking about apps because when I'm searching the web, it's usually I'm trying to go to a business or a location. Now you can even do your searching right in your navigation software. But um, often what we're searching for is a restaurant or a club or a movie, and they have specific apps for them, but, you know, all of it indirectly you're, you're searching the web. Absolutely. Social media and music follow closely behind those. Then we have weather and calendar lines and, re and reminders. What's, what's refreshing, though, uh, for our listening audience and me, is that no one selected games. Ah. Okay, well, then we probably don't have anyone 17 and under <laughs> taking our survey. Um, but, but that is true. Um, but And maybe we had some closet people, because I know some, some Candy Crush people out there. And, and you know, that's the other thing is, is um, when you have a smartphone, I feel like, people don't, they never have to be bored when they stand in line. You know, when I see a long line, it's like, okay, no worries, I'm going to pull out my phone. There's always something to do. And that's what you see everybody doing. If they're having to wait, you know, waiting at the doctor's office, sometimes they call me back too fast because it's like, hey, I was just going to get into, you know, you're always, but that's when you can get overconnected because you're always connected you're always busy. You're always, you Well, know. that's multitasking. Yeah. That's, that's what it true. is. You know, and there's, a, there's another, I, I thought of this the other day. Multitasking is a different way of saying that 
you weren't paying attention. <laughs> yes. How often do we use that? I'm sorry, I was multitasking. Exactly, exactly. And 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 that's the you know that's a sign of the times in our society too, uh, because people even it's become corporate culture. How many times are you on a conference call, which was called so we all could talk to each other and listen to each other? And everybody's doing multitasking. Yes, I, I, I used that the other day. Uh, Jacqueline accused, accused me of not paying attention. I, I, was, I was sitting right next to her, and she said, aren't you listening to me? I said, I'm sorry, I'm multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, but needless to say, you know, that's one of the things about always being plugged in. Now, the, the thing was interesting, uh, photos was low on the list for cell phones. Um, but there's not an event that I don't go to where everybody's, you know, uh, clicking and, and sending each other photos. But, um, you know, again, checking whether I'm big on calendars and alerts. I love that uh, about my, my um, I call, I'm going to call it my laptop, but about my cell phone. Uh, but it does feel like I have a mobile uh, laptop wherever I go to kind of remind me, keep me on schedule, that type of thing. So um, that's that's cell phones. Into those, once again, if you still have that flip phone or been kind of struggling or maybe entertaining um, getting a smartphone, these are some of the things that you get. The, the applications, um, the being able to search the web, uh, connecting when you're searching the web with your GPS so it can find you things right there in your area, um, the social media check-ins from Facebook to Twitter, uh, Foursquare. I'm not as familiar with Foursquare and Instagram. And, and that's the, the other thing. Another big one, Pinterest as well. These are just uh, social media check-ins, and um, you learn a lot from them. You know, I, I dare say – I get my new, get news stories and up-to-date information from my cell phone, you know, little-known facts. Or, uh, and then once someone finds out something, next thing you know, they're texting it. You know, you kind of have your mass text. But uh, that, that, you want to go to our next question. Sure, sure. What year did you get your first cell phone? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so it, it, you, you're, I'm, you know that I'm you're sorry. processing. I'm sorry. I'm multitasking. Yeah, you're trying to process <laughs> Um, so um, one of our entries went all the way back to 1994. Uh, we had some in the, entered in the 1996 realm. Uh, then we had some enter across the board, 2003, 2004. But um, the most recent was 2010. Yeah, 94, 95. That's about when I got mine. Okay. Mm -hmm. but, but someone, that, that means 2010. Just enter, and, and that's, the question was cell phones. So that was their first cell phone in 2010. So I would love to know their age. Was that because of their age or they just resisted? Do you know, can you, can you, do you know anybody who doesn't have a cell phone? No. At this point in time? No. Yeah, it Personally, kind of, no. Yeah. It kind of transcends, you know, everybody. And anymore, the question is, do you know anybody who has a home phone? Everybody now has their own personal cell phone, so you know. I wonder what you know what the home phone market even looks like. Oh, my mother still has a home phone, right? And now basically it was grandfathered into <laughs> it was grandfathered into a, 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 the age, right? 
Yeah. But, you know, and that's the thing. I wonder if the, uh, with home phones, are they watching uh, as the, the last generation? Because if, if people want to listen to last week's show, we talked about things that have gone away as a result of technology. And one of them was the home phone, and the other one was getting the newspaper delivered. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and by that, we mean the old landline, yep. as far as exactly. telephones are concerned. So, so moving on. How much did you pay for your first cell phone? I, I, some of our responders said they don't remember, and I'm right there. So I think it was more than $200. So. Yeah. It was I, close. Yeah. They were expensive originally. Then there was the cell phone wars, and I've gotten one as cheap as a dollar um, if you bought a plan. And then you got caught up in the whole plan, you know, the two-year plan. And every time you needed a new phone, they'd up the plan. Um, but trends are that plans are going to go away. That's the, that's the next hottest thing. But I will encourage people, if you visit us on Facebook where I, uh, we have a fan page and I post articles, one of the other things that was interesting is that the U.S. has some of the highest plans. Our, highest, our plans are starting at as $39.99, whereas other countries have their plans average like $10. So the big question is why... And this day and age, is the U.S. has some of the highest plans for cell phones. Um, and then I have some radicals out there that even tweet and write about that at this point in time, cell phones should be free. Um, there really is no reason why we're paying. Um, and then the question is why are we paying so much? Well, who's going to pay for it? All right. So it's really built into our infrastructure now. That's what they're saying. But don't believe me. Read the articles. I've got them posted. I tweeted them. I tweet them out. Um, so if you're you're connected, do check them out as well. Um, okay. Okay. Let's go to this last question, which is more. Uh, we'll come back to that question above about who called in and who did the survey. Which would you rather go without for 24 hours? Your coffee or coffee-related beverage, or your cell phone slash smartphone? Could you, which, well, which would you rather go without? Right. Me, I'd rather go without coffee. I, that's easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be hard. We've we got to try it. Well, next week, ladies and ladies, gentlemen. No, I, didn't, I didn't come up with this question. <laughs> this was Jacqueline's question, not mine. We, I think we, we should try that. We're going to go 20, we're going to pick a 24-hour period. And, and see how hard it is because we're pretty. We we like our coffee. Now challenge me. Challenge and oh, does that con, uh, does uh, technology espresso does that count as well? Meaning, is to go hours. go twenty four hours without technology espresso. Ah, oh, that's hard. Ah, yeah, there's a challenge. There's a challenge. Because we are addicted to technology espresso. We're addicted to our show. We're addicted to providing. You information interacting with our audience, staying connected. That was, that was, because we're about to wrap up today's show. As always, we have a blast um, when we when we broadcast, um, and we we um, have a lot of events coming up that we didn't mention about. Absolutely. You want to talk about? Well, them? one uh, BDPA is having a meetup on. Monday, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, at STK in Midtown. Go to bdpa.org or Google Atlanta BDPA and find out about that networking activity. 
we here at Technology Expresso, we will be posting a little bit more about that activity in the near term here in case you want to get out there and meet individuals such as Mr. Derek Brown, our own president of the Atlanta chapter of BDPA, as well as others in the organization here. Uh, Shout-outs to those individuals that helped with the survey, Veronica, Michelle, Felice, Derek, and Cobb. So thanks to you guys for uh, completing our survey and um, um, uh, keep up the interaction. Absolutely, absolutely. And we will continue to bring you great shows. Um, one of the things that we're also geared up for uh, coming in July is the IT Minority Executive Forum here in Atlanta, Georgia, hosted by Next Level Technology and um, coordinated by the uh, president of that organization, Felicia Jones. And she and I are working on some upcoming shows where some of the IT executives that are going to be at the forum, we're going to interview them, introduce you to them, and they're going to talk about their careers um, and their success as well. So we're, we're excited about that. Um, and in August, we'll be at the National BDPA Conference uh, broadcasting live. That's in Indianapolis. So if you happen to be in Indianapolis, um, maybe you can drop by, meet us in person. Uh, we would love to. Um, you can email us uh, wherever you are, Technology Expresso, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, tell us if you heard one of our shows, if you liked what we were talking about, or you have a topic you'd like us to talk about. Um, and, again, follow us. We're on all the major social media outlets. But, but most importantly, um, something that David likes to say, the four L's, I'll let him uh, close us out for today. It's been fun. We just like chatting and bantering, talking about what's being talked about out there as far as smartphones, um, and we welcome all of our tech expressos and our tech grinders, those who are uh, trying to grind it out, find out where you, they belong and find um, their success in this industry and leverage that. And if there's any way we can help, that's what we're here for. We're helpaholics. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And uh, that's what I wanted to emphasize as well, as entertaining as this can be at times. We want to be as informative as possible to bridge that information and that technical gap in society with just about everyone of color, and that means everyone because everyone has a color. So join us at technologyexpresso.com. You'll find, you'll find all our social media handles there. Give us a call at our national phone number, 855-484-6837. Give us a call. Tell us what you're thinking about, what you'd like to hear on our radio show, and drop us a tweet. Follow us on Twitter, on Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook. We're also on LinkedIn. Uh, look up Technology Expresso. Join our group there. We are very active, and we just want to share all the information that we have and that we come across with our listening audience. So join us, listen, leverage, learn, and launch. Those are our four L's and a part of our mantra here at Technology Expresso. So on that note, everyone, have a great day. If 
you listen to us in the archives. Continue to have a great day and great life, and visit our archive regularly for all of our shows. We've got a deep, deep library there, and I'm sure there are many shows that will resonate with you. And if they're a little old, like last year, drop us a line. We may rebroadcast, make it available to you personally for download. That's all. As a matter of fact, you can do that right now, as a matter of fact. Yes, but, available um, on podcast. Yes, yes, but we will be refreshing a lot of these topics and bringing you more information in this technological environment and space and how we leverage these technical capabilities. So thanks, everyone, for joining. Join us regularly at technologyexpresso.com. For Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.